Memories from the summers gone by. Kindred spirits in the valley of fireflies. You know what I miss the most about my travels? It's not the scenery or the adrenaline rush. It's the joy of meeting kindred spirits. It's the bliss of sharing a breathtakingly beautiful moment with complete strangers that I miss the most. These strangers happen to you by serendipity and sometimes, just sometimes, they stay. And they stay for a lifetime. It was a few summers back when I had decided to go on my first solo trek. Naturally, I was a little anxious. But it was the kind of anxiousness that you feel not when you're unsure of what you're doing, but when you're convinced that you might get addicted to what you're about to do. I had been working in a small district of Maharashtra in India back then, and I picked a trek nearby to begin with what was going to be a lifelong love affair with solo travel. The trek had to begin from a Kondwane village, and so I took a train to that spot. It so turned out that only three other people got down from that same train. Two girls and a guy. Needless to say, they too were going on the same trek. It was meet cute, you know, the kind where you look at one another and you just know that you must be together. Like the universe machinated for you to be at a particular place at exactly that specific hour. You can't deny it. Non-believers could call it coincidence, but I call it magic undeniable, irrefutable, palpable magic. So there we were, exchanging our first hellos and our names, as if they mattered. Because the warmth that we exchanged felt like it had some karmic history to it. It was only later that I was told that the feeling was mutual on both the sides. Anywho, we started walking towards the base camp and man, it was a long, arduous walk. It was a trek through the village, vast stretches of half green, half pale yellow grasslands. The hike wasn't steep, but the rough dry mud and the weathered well-rounded pebbles made it slippery. It was twilight and it had almost been three hours since we started walking. The crickets had started taking over the forest and the monkeys had retreated. There were occasional bikes on that path which beamed their headlights on our way, assuring us we were on the right track. When it was dark and we didn't know how far we'd have to walk, we kept switching our torches on in turns and taking the lead. It was a cool lead grey H1B2 sketchy kind of cloudy night. A few constellations were in clear sight. The Orion, the Ursa Minor, the Taurus. And we had named a few of our own too. Of the three new friends that I had just made, one seemed to agree with me on almost everything that we discussed in these three hours. Right from which hill of the Sayadris in sight was the prettiest, to which trait in a person is the most enviable. We laughed and giggled like we were only catching up after a life and a quarter. 
we held each other when we couldn't get a grip on the red mud. In hindsight, it seems metaphoric because this person was also going to become the one who would help me hold a grip on my life in the coming years. In some time, we then reached our base camp at Rajmachi. Having gorged on the Maharashtrian Pitla Bakri, we proceeded with the help of some villagers to set up our base camp on a flat lay of land. What awaited for us though was the Valley of Fireflies. It was a jaw-dropping moment for me. A million lit up fireflies illuminating the greens and the yellows of the silhouettes of the dense forests. It was difficult to decipher if they were planning a rebellion or they were celebrating their success at one. But they looked happy. Our collective glee matched the happy spirit of the light bugs. We almost instantaneously started chasing those fireflies, running behind them, staying alongside them, and lamenting having lost them. The stars lit up the blanket of the sky above and we kids danced around with fireflies underneath. I remember one of these fireflies very well. I followed the trail of that small firefly. It couldn't even fly that high. It slowly hovered and then perched on a wildflower with a purple dye. The purple of that flower glowed like an amethyst on a queen's tiara. I still have that flower somewhere between the pages of my diary from back then. Our giggles and wonder at experiencing this marvel resonated with the happiness of the buzzing forest under the crescent moon. Like a bunch of humming shepherds who with their whole being belonged to the hills, we belonged to that glittering valley that night. In an utmost wonderment and a buoyant exuberance, we set our camp almost humming the valley song and we dared not to light up a bonfire lest the fireflies should scurry away. There were a few billion stars and about a million fireflies in the sky that night. It's one of those images in your head that you go to in your darkest of nights and everything, everything somehow seems smaller, less significant. But the universe had lit up my life that night. And that too with a light brighter than the light of the valley that night. It had given me my person. Even after everyone had slept, we laid on our backs and talked to each other till the middle of the night when even the fireflies had stopped shining bright. We held back nothing. We still don't. This person has been my soul sister since. Traveling opens you up to miracles. It makes you see and do and believe the most extraordinary things. But today, when we can't go out as much as we'd like or as far as we'd like due to the pandemic, Remember to sit and revel in the beauties your past travels have brought to your life.
As for me, I'll call up that kindred spirit I found in the Valley of Fireflies, my dearest soul sister.